Zombie in the chat. Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. This is Marissa right here, bro. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> you understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even gotta say shit, cause Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Here we go. We're recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here, so we're gonna get fucking started right now. Marissa explains it all. Thank you, Prime. Episode 55, 56, somewhere in that ballpark. Maybe 54. Don't know. I'm getting a, I'm getting a no from Taylor, so I'm thinking I was no? more in the ballpark at 55, 56, 55. Yes. There 55. we are. We are there. Um, it's me, Marissa Mendez. Everyone on my show ditched me today. Um, so, jo- Joyce, you do have a mic, right? Okay. I do. So, Joyce will be on the mic. And then we have Ariella, who helps us every fucking week, in and out, on social media. Hey, guys. And she never gets a mic, and she should, because she also <laughs> has shit to say. So she's on here. Um, Derek is moving. So got that text just now. He's beautiful. Um, Zoms has a session and Chelsea is going home to New York at 5 a.m. So she wanted to prepare the household for that. And lucky me, I am babysitting her fish um, while she's gone. And when I tell you she came into work with like the fi- a new tank for the fish to carry like a carry case like how people buy like one for their dogs and then a bag of all fish accessories and sat down and briefed me on how to handle mind you it's a fucking beta fish that she wanted a fair this is not even Stop. like some sort of epic fucking <laughs> fish it's just a fucking little blue fish his name is lloyd because apparently oh. uh, my number one fan lloyd banks uh likes the color blue or something or his nickname's blue or some shit um so because this guy's blue and Chelsea used to like Lloyd Banks because she's from Long Island or whatever the fuck those weirdos in Long Island like. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so she named him Lloyd. I forget where I was going with that. Yeah. So anyhow, I have Lloyd. Um, so then in our group chat today for the podcast, we were like, it's going to be a bring your pet to work day, which would mean I'd bring Lloyd and then Joyce would bring Saki, the new Chiweebie. Chiweenie. Chiweenie. And um, so we got here, and I was like, I don't really feel like taking Lloyd out of the car. So Lloyd is underneath my seat in the car. <laughs> but look, I didn't. This was this was Chelsea's choice. I was like, how do I securely get this thing home? Because what do what happens if I hit a speed bump and Lloyd right? goes fucking oh flying? God. You know, like what do I do in that scenario? And so she was like, no, 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 no. You put it in the bag and you put it under the seat, but you leave the bag open so that you know Lloyd can breathe stuff so wait i don't understand it either yeah no but chelsea the, the fish mom said this was the the course of action to take so lloyd is like wedged un- not like all the way under the seat because that'd be ridiculous but he's just under there so that it doesn't like fly around the car how long has chelsea had lloyd for i think like a month yeah. but she can't get a dog because she's allergic so like i think she's pouring all her love into this fish oh well, that's, that's nice. Sweet. Like, she, I, <laughs> she like talks to her fish and she tells her fish she's going to miss him and shit. But she did tell me that she did say <laughs> she did say her goodbyes this morning because she does not trust me very well oh my with God. handling the fish while she She's already sick and don't And then um, my dear friend that I've discussed before, I don't know if I've ever said her name, so I'm going to just leave it off. But the girl that I hang out with and we do like the random shit together, the threesomes and shit. Um, she DM'd me and said that I should definitely look into local pet shops to pr- be prepared to replace <laughs> Lloyd at the end. But Taylor had a great idea. He said, what if I just replace Lloyd with a fish that looks absolutely nothing like Lloyd, like a fucking goldfish or something, and then just give it back and act like absolutely nothing's wrong? I think that actually might maybe be funnier. So. How about no? <laughs> this is horrible. And then, and then we went through like a whole line of like, what other things can we give back give, to Chelsea? Give her a hermit crab. <laughs> we said a cricket. A cricket? <laughs> like Mulan. Because they do sell crickets at the pet store for like the somethings to eat. The mice or the snakes. Oh, yeah, they mm. do. Yeah, so um, I'm be, I'll give that. I'm like, yeah, that's all they had. Jill, sorry. Get her an ant farm. <laughs> <laughs> but then just put it in the fish tank. Yeah, but put it in the fish tank. Build it, too. 
You guys are horrible. I, so, I mean, I think, honestly, how, how much can go wrong with a fucking fish? I think it's going to be okay, but uh, I'm going to knock on some wood. Oh, this fucking headphones. This is what I get for having Nick Cannon incredible headphones. Um, <laughs> it keeps going out in my left ear. Um, so here, here's my dilemma this week. Um, Joyce didn't make us our beautiful syllabus that we love so much. I know we never really honestly Aww. use it. But I do at least make notes for myself on there. And considering I'm a fully capable adult that could have also still made notes for myself before the show, I didn't, I think, just to boycott the principle that, like, Joyce didn't make it. And now I have, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to be talking about. Rolling Loud. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could talk about Rolling Loud. That happened this weekend. Interviewed Jaden Smith. That was a major so, moment. I thought that was that's really, really cool. cool. Um I feel like I've just been talking a lot, but I mean, I guess it is my show, right? It's what I do. Uh, I also interviewed Rich the Kid, Young Dolph, um, Sway Lee. Oh, I interviewed Sway Lee, everyone. Ooh, yeah. do tell, do tell. I don't think it's ever going to happen for me. Why is that? I mean, he does, he, like, we know each other now, and now when he sees me, he's like, hey, girl, how are you, blah, 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 and then, like, he just doesn't care after that, so nope. I think. Did uh, you shoot your shot, though, again, yeah. after the mishap last week? <laughs> I mean, there might have been some things said. We don't know. Exactly. But in the end conclusion is it's not even worth it's like it's like meh. Mm. We speak, but it's like meh. Maybe friends like hang out. Yeah, or, like I feel okay. like we're cool. But like also he's not even like I mean like he's my type aesthetically, mm. but like when I see him out, he's like Mr. Like I want to be seen. Look at me, like I'm doing crazy rock star shit, and like those have never been my types of people. Also, isn't he like really young? That's never stopped me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Savage. But uh, no, he's like 24. He's old enough to party. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, whatever. But either way, nah, son. Plus, like, also, I just want to let you guys know if I did actually back him, I wouldn't be talking about it on this podcast. So it's always going to be this scenario. But I, I, I didn't honestly like it's not. There's nothing <laughs> to say. But I just would like you guys to know, like you wouldn't know either way. So ooh, um, too sure. Yeah, but no, it's definitely not. Says <laughs> who? <laughs> did you see Jaden doing the moonwalk? Or I where did were not. You perspective? Like- I did not see any of the show at all whatsoever. I did get to see. One act on Saturday night, but it would interfere with the story that I'm going to tell about them in a moment. So I'm just going to leave all names out of that. Mm. And um, but it was a cool set. And then the only act that I saw on Sunday was Famous Dex for like five minutes. And then he threw water on the crowd. And that was my cue to go because I got <laughs> wet and I was like, this is not what we're going to do. Don't you like hate water? I hate water. Yeah, and I, like I'll take a, I'll, I'll take a whole shower, but I don't want to submerge like a part of myself in water. It just fucking sucks. Who's that? Your postmate is arriving soon. Whoa, that was so fast. <laughs> that was fast. Right. Shout out to postmates. It's worth the sixteen dollars I'm paying for a fucking burger. Um, oh, I want in and out. But I really wanted to see Neff the Farrell perform on Sunday, and I was hosting part of the live stream for Revolt, and as they put me in to talk about shit like Neff went on and I was like it's okay I'll rap quick enough to be able to see some of his set and they made me talk the entire time and I'm like and like it was just one of those things where they're like all right go for at least six minutes just talk and you're just like randomly saying things at that point like you don't even know what the fuck you're saying anymore because you're trying to fill six minutes of just random time and then my heart was breaking because as I'm talking I hear like bling blow and then like everyone's like screaming and shit and then I hear like the beginning of uh Big time and like the whoa, no, no, whatever the fuck. And then everyone's going fucking shit face crazy again. And then I'm just sitting there talking about, yeah, it's uh, so crazy that uh, famous Jax took his clothes off. And it was just, it was, uh, it was sad. So rest in peace to my ability to see Neff the Pharaoh perform on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, then he came over to our little setup that we had backstage right afterward and we interviewed him. I mean, I know him, so it's... not like that really made my day but i was happy that at least i got to give him that look because as a friend i would have liked to support and be like in the audience and sing songs so i couldn't do that so at least we got to like put him on revolt in the stream and puff was watching the stream all weekend so huge possibility that puff saw that which is cool getting Mm. on puff's radar is always something that's kind of mage dope as fuck yeah so that was my weekend at rolling loud did anything else cool oh they had a hennessy fountain 
that was fire everything about rolling loud was like so much more organized than it was in the bay it was just they had like a a fake bootsy bellows in like the vip section for the people that bought vip tickets wow taylor this i just feel so like you're just in my space and um yeah so they had that and uh i don't know it was a good time we had some ciroc we had some cognac we'd lay we laughed we drank and cried and we didn't cry um but yeah um so let me tell you guys about this little incident that happened um in, or the week before i was sent to cover an, an event and i was doing my job the whole night it was cool cool little party saw sway lee there um saw a bunch of people and then at the end of the night there was like this whole little public thing that they were gonna do and like Obviously, just the way that it was set up was they, you know, they wanted blogs to cover what was happening. Mm. And so um, shout out to Olivia, who is a listener of the podcast. She when I was leaving the event, she was at helping work the event. Um, she pulled me to the side. Your postmate is currently at your address. Um, how do we ensure that it, I get it? Are you sure? But what if they can't find her? Well, I guess they'll call me if they get confused. Um <laughs> Oh, so Olivia was like, hey, Marissa, go stand right over there because you're going to catch a good moment for, for the blogs or whatever. And I'm like, perfect, thank you. Because I'm not for the blogs, but for Revolt Social and shit like that. So I stand where I'm supposed to stand. There's a little roped off section, all, the whole shit. So I stand over there so I'm not like in the space where I'm not supposed to go. And Chelsea's with me. Chelsea's behind me. We, we took two different like positions so that we can each get like a good angle. Who like might Someone will get a better angle than the other. And... um so then the whole shit happens, all the fanfare. There's like a thousand paparazzi cameras. We're all filming like what we're supposed to be filming and shit. And then I end up next to, I realize I'm next to an artist or whatever, but I don't really speak to him too much because I'm busy. I'm filming the car. And then he's having like a random dumbass drunk conversation with somebody. And then um, when that was done, then I tapped him. I was like, yeah, I really fuck with your shit. He was like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm like, word. And then he didn't say anything, so then I was like, I'm not gonna keep this conversation going. I'm gonna just keep going and do what I'm doing. So I filmed a little more of what they were of like the shit that they were doing or whatever. And then I'm there was really nothing more to do. They were just doing the same thing. So I stopped and I was just like, and yes, thank you. My food's here. Um, so then I stopped and I was editing the video a little bit before I posted on Revolt Social. Wow, why is it like soggy? And the person I was standing next to, the artist, he like leans in my phone. And I don't know if it was one of those, like, did she just film my conversation kind of things? But, like, also, are you retarded? Because, like, I'm st- I was standing next to you with my phone, like, out. Like, you saw what I was filming. Mm. And when he leaned in my phone, you can also see it's, like, the the thumbnail is exactly what we're all, we were all there fucking filming. Like, what I'm supposed to be doing. And, um... I didn't know what his lean was. I didn't know if it was that, like, what the fuck are you filming? Or if it was one of those cutesy, like, who you texting, trying to, like, be flirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I smiled, and I was just like, yeah, I'm about to post on Revolt. And, like, before I could even really finish what I was saying, one of their goons, not a bodyguard, like, literally just someone from, like, the crew, comes running in between us, shoves the fuck out of me, takes my phone... <laughs> And turns his back to me and he, well, he was like, give me that bitch, give me that bitch. And he takes wow. my phone, he turns what? his back to me and he's like oh, going through, no. hold on, let's pause on the sound effects for this one. So he's going through all the shit and like just deleting stuff or whatever. I had like two wow. videos of what they had been doing. And so like I saw he deleted Wait, but them. wasn't everybody filming? Yes, the, which is the crazy, like literal okay. paparazzi, like TMZ is there, like everyone and if I, like, if I explain, I don't want to like give away like who is whatever, but what they were doing was like, very they wanted it to be on the internet it was right. the whole point of what they were doing mm-hmm. and um and so yeah so then like he's just deleting shit and he's like get the fuck out of here bitch get the fuck out of here but like still holding my phone i'm like yo give me my fucking phone mind you i like i want to fucking die right now because all these people are fucking looking at us i did literally nothing wrong and i look like i did something very wrong with like right to be getting this reaction yeah. or whatever so i'm feeling like one of those fucking like retarded groupie bitches right now but and then it was just like and it's, it just—it was just so fucking embarrassing. But I'm just get, trying to get my fucking phone back, and I'm like, "Yo, give me my fucking phone." 
and he's not giving back. And so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna call the fucking cops, like idiot. I'm gonna call fucking cops if you don't give me the fucking phone. Of course, he got scared or whatever. Gives me the phone right back. Shoves the fuck out of me. I almost fell. What on the, floor. the hell? Yeah. Oh my god! And then because remember, I said the rope was there. So now I'm like, I had been the rope had already fallen to the ground, but now my foot was getting caught on the rope because he's pushing me. So I almost fucking fell over again. He's like just shoving me out. Like get the fuck out of here, bitch. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Jesus. And then that's when Chelsea finally realized what was happening because there had been like a big bodyguard dude in between her and I too. So she. She didn't even see until when he was actually pushing me, telling me to get out. So she didn't see any of like what was happening before. But she did say at that point, she looked at the artist that this all started next to. And of course, she said that he like looked confused, too, because I was mad. I'm like, why the fuck didn't he stop this? But then right. again, we didn't know if he told the dude, like, get her phone, get that fuck, get it out or whatever. Everybody was drunk. We don't you know. I don't know. I still don't know. And um so then I get the fuck out of the circle. I walk like 10 feet away. I'm trying to like, I'm like brushing myself off. Like he, I, I'm looking at my phone to see what he deleted. He's an idiot because he only, it went straight to the delete box and then you just fucking recover it and mm. whatever. And um, so then he follows me and gets in my face way away from everybody talking about I'll fucking slap you, you dumbass bitch. I'll fucking slap you. I'll fucking slap what you. And I'm fuck? like. And I'm still like, what is he even, does he even know what he's angry at? Like, right, right. and again, like I, and even though none of those scenarios are ever okay, you should never touch a girl, you should never touch her property, none of that shit. But like, I do know bitches be out of pocket sometimes and they have the no, cell definitely. phone in the face. They're filming what they shouldn't be filming. All these things. I understand that. But like I, this, you don't even know what happens. Like why, even if, even if I did that, the whole slap me thing, like what why are you this angry about it like what is the situation like what the fuck is wrong with you so finally he's like saying that for like a minute i'm like cool slap me dumbass i'll fucking sue the shit out of all like you all your friends that get the fuck out of my fucking face he was like i'll get you some money bitch i'll get you some fucking money i got 500 bands in my pocket right now and i'm just i'm just looking at him like what and then he finally just walks away or whatever and then we walk the fuck away you guys leave after that hell yeah i mean we were already leaving anyway it was the end of the night but it was just like so when i went home i think the only emotion i felt that night was just like embarrassment because it was just so crazy and then I felt even more dumb in front of the artist that I had spoken to because I'm like I don't know like I just told you I loved you and then like like I just got like completely humiliated and I felt like I looked like a random like a super mm. fangirl or something and I'm like this is my fucking job like this is right. my industry and you like I'm just out here looking crazy to all these people I don't know what cameras caught of that like this is about to be a fucking world star moment like groupie gets fucking shitted on by this group you know what I'm saying like I, I there was so many like thoughts but I was really just embarrassed like I didn't feel any other emotion that night and I was and I was gonna go tweet about it when I got home but I was like I just want to sleep on it right now I don't even know like what how I feel about it so I woke up and I called Carol my best friend and I was telling her about it and she was like bro like that was literally physical and verbal assault like you were assaulted last night and I think that's when the reality of everything hit me and I got into the office and I told a couple of my coworkers what happened and like as I'm telling them I burst into fucking tears and I'm like wow like I'm really and I mean I'm I, I mean I definitely have feelings and I love puppies and cute shit and boys and shit but I don't I feel like I'm a pretty tough cookie when it comes to certain stuff like that and like for me to be so upset about it like that I was like whoa I I don't I didn't even realize how bothered I was by it and so that at that point I was just so like I felt so like such a way I'm like because he's probably doing this to so many people right mm. like these whatever and I'm like there's so much on the line like this is a fucking retarded goon member of y'all yours this like he could have caught you guys a lawsuit immediately if I was somebody that wanted to sue, first of all. Second of all, it was a private event. I could have been the fucking daughter of the record label or something. Definitely. Like the owner of the record label or whatever. Like y'all had no fucking clue who I was and you just do this shit. Or who I actually am. Three, somebody that's influential in media that has a following that could have just went straight to my timeline mm-hmm. or called Rosenberg and them like, yo, they fucking disrespected the fuck out of me. Da, 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 da. And it would have been a shitstorm for them in the media, not their dumbass friend because no one knows the friend, but it's going to be their name attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many different scenarios and especially like. It's such a a hypersensitive time right now with all these sexual assault allegations and so many people coming out like the the media would have loved to fucking hear another another reason to drag people down like and especially like young black men that are doing their fucking thing like they would have been you know what I'm saying like it, it was just so many crazy things that they put themselves like 
they literally set themselves up for that one if I was anyone else but me. But really, all I wanted was a dialogue with them to let them know, like, this man's a liability on your team. And I'm sure you guys grew up with him, and that's why he's with you guys and all that shit. But if that's the case, I think you guys all need a little fucking lesson in how to move around, especially at a private fucking event. Like, don't be stupid, because y'all all have a lot of fucking money on the line. So, um... The first thing I did was I reached out to my homie who does radio in, where, in the city that they're from. I figured he'd probably be pretty connected with them. And I was like, do you have um, do you have a contact on somebody over there? Because I want to speak with management. Like, that's just because first because I was considering tweeting about it. But then I'm like, I just don't need all that energy coming to like it's also a revolt and whatever. And then yeah. I, then I felt upset. I'm like, damn, the fact that I even have to worry about that. Like, I'm a woman that was assaulted and I'm over here worrying about like, I don't want to put a bad look on them or them or them or them or whatever. But I mean, like. I just don't need all that extra shit. Cause I ha- and I called Puff's um, right-hand man, and I was like, you know, how do you think I should proceed or whatever? And he was like, first of all, let's file a fucking report with HR immediately. So if that shit comes back on you, like, you let them know what the fuck. And next, let's send out somebody with you every time you're doing, like, shit with these rappers. Because, like, that's just, that should have never fucking happened mm-hmm. in your fucking life. And he was like, and then he's like, are you reaching out or do you need us to reach out? Like, we're going to have this fucking dialogue with them. And I was like, no, let me handle wow, it first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I filed the report with HR. HR was like, okay, because it was by by the time I did that with them, it was the end of the day at, at work, and they're like, all right, well, we're gonna do an investigation too. Like, we're gonna reach out to them and speak with them. I'm like, all right, cool. But I'm I was already working on it at the time, so I, I reached out to my dude. So he knew he knows one of the managers. So he was like, all right, I'm gonna reach out to such and such and work on that. At the same time, one of my homegirls that is out here, she was like, oh, I also know same person. I'm gonna reach out to them too. But she was saying like she wasn't able to get him on the phone, so I knew that was probably the case with my friend that I had hit or whatever. And then at the other, then I hit their agency because I know like who their agents are out here, and I'm actually really good friends with somebody that works at their agency. And I, it took me a second to remember that that was probably the per- first person I should have hit. And I hit him up, and I was like, "Hey, look, can you can you contact um, put me in contact with somebody from the management? This incident happened. I'm really fucking upset about it. I'm really shooken up, and I want to have some dialogue with them." And he uh, hit me back in like 30 minutes. He was like, is it okay if I share your phone number with them? And I was like, absolutely. And he was like, cool. Within 10 minutes, I had a phone a phone call from somebody with their city's area code. And I figured it was exactly what I thought it was. And I answered the phone. And the first thing, he was like, you know, hi, Marissa. This is such and such. Um, management for such and such. Um, first and foremost, I want to apologize on behalf of the guys. Like, so sorry. That should have never fucking happened. Like, I heard bits and pieces from, you know, from people. Um, I want to hear the full story from you just so I really get a full scope on things. But either way, like, I know it was it was a really bad situation. It should have never happened. So we end up talking for 15 minutes, and, and I really appreciated, like, I mean, again, I know he knew there's a lawsuit on the line. There's, like, hella shit that's on the line. But he was very appreciative. He's like, you could have handled this so many other ways. You could have went to the press. You could have did whatever you wanted. He's like, and I would have been behind you 100% because it should have never fucking happened. But I do appreciate that, like, you cared enough just to try to have this dialogue or whatever. And we went went through the scenarios, too. Like, he actually brought it up. Like, you could have been someone's kid or you could have been whatever, whatever. And it could have been a lot worse for them. And, um... Yeah, and we just, you know, we talked about it for a while, and he was just telling me how he's had to let go of bodyguards, and he's been in the game for, like, a while, and he's had to let go of bodyguards in the past because they'll fucking smash a kid's head in a pole for, like, you know, being overzealous and shit. Like, he was like, I get it. They shouldn't jump on the stage, but you also have to remember, these are just fans that are really excited to see you. Like, yes, they should be removed the fuck from the stage, but they also shouldn't be injured in the process. Like, you know, and I was was telling him, I was like, yeah, you know, like, I just, and he was like, so, you know, I want to pay it forward. I want to invite you out to meet them and, like, get to know the guy and um realize they're not bad people and we're gonna sit down with with the dude oh mind you um i never obviously i didn't know who the fuck he was when it was happening the night before but chelsea was actually able to find him on instagram the next morning i don't know how the fuck she was she like went and in like four minutes pulled it up yeah inspector gadget right so it was dope because we had a name to use because otherwise it would have been like yeah he was tall and skinny and Mm. he looked you know his skin color was like brownish like like everyone would have been like we don't know him like we don't know you know and there would have never really been anything further to go from that but um it was it was cool that we had a name to say and um when i had spoken to my friend that like i said is from their city he said already he was like yo that dude stays in some trouble and getting beat up and all that shit like he's a fuck boy so i was like word and in his page he's literally carrying bags for them we're like it'd be the fucking weed carrier (laughs) bag handler dudes that really go fucking crazy and um so yeah so the the manager was like definitely want to have you as my guest at rolling loud and la 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 
And I was like, well, I'm already going to be there. I, you know, I'm with Revolt. We're going to be backstage doing interviews. He's like, all right, well, we'll give you like a, a drop or an interview or something. Like, let you know, just and come talk to the guy. Like, just make it right. And we were like, okay, cool. I mean, I was like, all right, whatever, cool. So we get off the phone um, at Rolling Loud. I had hit him and I was like, okay, you know, this is where our setup is or and I know where your trailers are. So if you want me to come to the trailers. And I also didn't want to like overly call him. Cause I didn't want it to be like, damn, she's so pressed for this like favor to like meet the guys or whatever the hell it was. But it was just literally like, I really wanted to have that conversation with them specifically, right. specifically the guy that was standing next to me. I didn't want to at all talk to the fucking goon dude because I'm like, he's going to say sorry. Cause he has to, but I don't, I don't feel like his apology would mean shit to me because mm. like you didn't Shouldn't care. then. Yeah. The right. So like I, I didn't, it wasn't him that I wanted the conversation with. It was, it was the dude that, potentially told him to do it because i want him to understand how much is on the line for himself Mm -hmm. for that shit or whatever and i want a fucking apology fuck (laughs) and um so yeah so he was like all right well we're not going to be there probably until right before they go on the stage so if you want to meet us by the stage or something so we did that and we you know so we're like watching the show on on side stage and um was a few people and some of them started creeping a little too close up to like the stage area like where you should, where the artist is supposed is at or whatever and the fucking dude comes running over he doesn't he's not looking at anyone specifically but he comes running over get the fuck back everybody get the fuck back like starting to like push people back okay and the manager was standing next to me and mind you i was with my home girl i was like that's the fucking dude i was telling you that's him right there and she was like it I could tell. And then the manager was standing there and fucking lunges at him like, no, no. And like goes in his ear like, that's the girl. Bruh, he changed from night to day. That is so annoying. That is so Literally went from, get the fuck. Yo, y'all good? Do you need anything? Are you okay? I'm so sorry about the other day. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like a thousand times. So sorry, right? Just sorry, 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 all this shit, whatever. And then, um, but then like, you know, then he was like, serious. And I was like, yeah, I was like, cool. Yeah, whatever. Like, don't you should never fucking touch a girl. Like, I'm telling him about himself. I'm like, but tell me, what what were you mad at? Can you can you articulate to me what exactly you were upset about? Do you even know? And he was like, nah, you know, he told me to go and da 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 So I just went, did it. But you're a woman. I should have never did that. I'm like, you shouldn't do that to anybody. It's not just about a woman. I yeah, was like, definitely has like aggression. Right. Problem. I was like, I, you. I, I'm sure you did this to a million people before me. I'm the only person that had the power to get to y'all. Like, that's a problem. Like, that's, and I was telling him, oh, this is a fucking lawsuit. That's so much that he was like, no, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you good? Do you need anything? Like, can you see, can you see the show good? Like, just overly apologetic. And surprisingly, like, even though I knew he fucking had to do that, I still, like, appreciated that he sort of tried because, that apology in itself would have just been like, or whatever. But then the whole rest of the time, he kept coming over. Are you good? Do you need anything? Are you set? Are you cool? Are you good? Then he was like, fucking, he was like, you're beautiful. I'm so sorry. I'm like, eh, fuck off, whatever. Yeah, now I'm beautiful. But the other day it was you fat ass bitch, like I, fucking yeah, asshole. And um, then, uh, <laughs> so then he was, so then the girl I was with, um, Jaleesa, she was like, okay, well, can we get a drop or something after the, after the performance? Like, we want to make sure we get something. He was like, absolutely, hell yeah. Then um, then he went back. He was, like, in between, like, the side of the stage we were on, the other side in the DJ booth. Like, he was kind of, like, jumping around because he was just handling whatever the fuck he does. And then Jaleesa was like, oh, wait, but we should probably get his phone number because if we get separated, because, you know, it gets super crazy after a set and then everyone goes everywhere and bodyguards are everywhere and all types of shit. She's like, we should get his number so if we get separated, we can hit him up. And I was like, yeah, word. But at this point, and the, the show's about to end, He's in the DJ booth, which is in the middle. So I was, and I saw some people walking across the stage, but like not everyone. And I was kind of a little nervous. I'm like, I don't want to walk over there and then get yelled at for it. And then they'd be like, nah, that bitch probably was at a line the other day. She, she's obviously someone that just fucking goes out of bounds and shit like that. So I was like, I don't really, I don't know if I want to walk over there. She's like, all right, well, I'll do it then. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just stand here. So she darts over to the DJ booth, makes it. No one stops her. I'm like, all right, cool. So then they're talking for a second over there. So then I'm like, well, shit, they might exit the stage toward that way and not the way that I am. So I should probably walk over there if the show's about to about to end. I took one half a step. I barely went anywhere. There was a body. I don't even know where the bodyguard came from. Put his hand straight across my chest. Like, stop it right there. Bro, my heart dropped to my knees. I was like, if I get fucking humiliated again in this. And mind you, I'm on stage at Rolling Loud. Like, 
the whole mm-hmm. I'm just like bruh if I get like manhandled right now but then the dude that had done it before saw that that happened he, he comes running he's like no 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 get the fuck off her get the fuck off her she's good she's good she's good and then um so then the set ended they take us over so we went over to buy their where their trailers were and then the dude from that had saw that potentially called for that to happen the other night saw me and he pulls me to he grabs me pulls me to the side he was like look I'm, I'm so sorry like I'm sorry that happened that should not have happened and I let him know too I'm like bro cool but like y'all need to understand lawsuits and this and that and you know we talked about it for a minute and then he was just like you're so beautiful so I'm like come on with this beautiful shit like that doesn't mean I, that's, that he's like, I hate yeah. when people try to like yeah, mask like, that like, what does that like, mean exactly. and then he was like you know sometimes the most beautiful relationships come from uh, the most horrible beginnings and I'm like now you're just talking out your ass yeah exactly. like what are you fucking talking about and then uh, but then they did a drop for us and it was cool and whatever and I, I would say that I'm satisfied with the results like I don't think it's gonna change unfortunately I don't know how much of a lesson he learned if he was already being that aggressive on the stage like five seconds <laughs> yeah. before um but I know that I did my part and I spoke to them and I feel happy with how I handled myself in the situation and how I reached out to the proper people and didn't just go on a crazy because tw- like again I didn't even another thing about the Twitter thing I didn't want to call negative attention to them because I felt bad I'm like they didn't really do anything right. but you know so it was just um I don't know I'm, I feel like I feel proud of how I handled it and how I, I feel better I feel like I at least I got an apology and they recognized it and it's cool and they'll probably always feel bad so if I guess if I ever need anything <laughs> I could always hit them <laughs> but I do hope that at least if nothing else when they do go to do something really dumb in the future it will at least ring a little bell in their minds like shit maybe i shouldn't fucking push this girl and do dumb shit so yeah that was my week jesus it was a lot but we're here now i think it's really important that you were so proactive about contacting the right people yeah afterwards i think um i think that's what i'm most proud of Mm -hmm. because it was such a crazy situation that i feel like i could have reacted really emotionally Mm-hmm. And did shit out of emotion and anger versus like actually critically thinking about the scenario and everyone that it could affect and how it could go down. And I must, especially because I and I was PMSing too. Like I must say, bra fucking o to me because there could have been so many other fucking ways that shit played out. But feel feel good about it. So I guess shout out, well shout out to their team at least for really trying to make it right immediately like that, I appreciated that phone call a lot and I appreciated that he recognized that it was a big deal and I felt I felt, oh and then um, my friend that lives in their city, he actually ran into the dude yesterday and was like, yo you know that's like my sister that, that you did that shit to and the dude was like no we're good now, we talked, we talked blah 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 and he told my friend too, he was like you know oh boy told me to take the phone, like he told me and um, my friend was like, you know, if I know the other guy pretty well, like he does usually do that. He does usually tell them, like, take people's phones and shit. So that's probably really what happened. And I was like, all right, well, now hopefully they know for the future, like, watch it. And I hope they all feel really dumb. Like, shit, this girl really knows a lot of fucking people. Like, we picked the wrong bitch to do that shit to. Thank God she's not a vindictive asshole. So, yeah. I'm very, I, I was very bothered that um, I've always been able to, I don't want, I don't want to say brag, but proudly say that I've worked in this industry for I guess like 10 years now and I've never had like thank god um any sexual assault issues any people really disrespecting me I've really never I can say I've never had an incident in this industry and it's so it's so I don't I don't know if the word's ironic but you know, people are always saying these rappers have all these misogynistic lyrics and, and these these rap dudes are so bad. But like this is the industry I work in and you see all these other industries fucking falling apart of the seams mm-hmm. right now. But my industry, I've never had a fucking issue ever with these dudes. I've always been treated with respect. I mean, I'll get people trying to flirt and shit, but that's a fucking that's not just a fact of fucking life. But I've never been disrespected. And then it just sucks that like at this point point in my career, that's when like, it, you know, and you motherfuckers had to be the reasons why. But again, like I said, we had the dialogue. So, it's like, but at the same time, you say that. But as I'm hearing it, it's happening at the right time. Like it shouldn't have happened, but at least you're mature enough to handle it the way you handle it. Yeah. Because I think if I were, if that would have happened to me at my age or even younger, I'm 23 and if or 24, and if that happened <laughs> to me younger, I probably would have did some shit like that. I would have blasted them yeah, on Twitter. Right. So 
at the end, I think I honestly agree. I respect how you handled it um, because it was, it was very noble. You know what I mean? And it was very mature. And in the end, not to say like they're at your beck and will, but at the at the end yeah, of the day, they kind of are. Yeah, like. <laughs> so, so I say kudos. I mean, yeah, and it's I, I guess you know it's not they're not. Considering the scenario, I, I don't say I'd, I think we're going to be hanging out all the time. Like For I, sure. I still feel like a little bit of a way, but it's definitely a cool, a cool situation to have on your good side if you ever do need to really call in a favor or some shit i guess you know y'all owe me a fucking thousand that. of them so Listen. fucking <laughs> but yeah that was definitely a crazy uh thing and i debated telling the story but i think it's really important for yeah to share. i think i exactly. think that's you know and and that brought me back to like i shouldn't silence myself completely just because i got the apology and shit and i'm, I'm not out here to like smear them or blast their name or anything but i do think that's something worth like sharing that was a very serious fucking thing and mm-hmm. I, I was literally i literally got assaulted for doing my job which sucks too like well i also think that like as a woman mm-hmm. coming forward or like saying something is so much harder like imagine if it was a dude attacking another dude yeah right. then it, it's normal for them to want to like I don't know. I feel like their thought process would not have been the same as yours at all. all. And like, it's so unfortunate that as women, we have this burden where we have to really think about, at least Mm -hmm. for you, your career is on the line. Yeah, I don't want to be the tattletale bitch that ran into this and and that. And it's like, you're the some You literally are the victim in this situation. And I have to worry about everyone else's feelings. Exactly. And that kind of, I don't know, it's good to shed a spotlight on that. Yeah. Or shine a spotlight. And I mean, I guess like, I guess y'all could look at it as like, well, I still did spare everyone else's feelings by going about the way I did. But I think personally, too, I didn't want all of me looking crazy in mm. out in the media or out in the whatever. Like, I don't need that either. Like, I don't need that added stress of dragging this shit out and then seeing them in the, you know, it was just it was just a long line of like, I don't need it. And literally all I wanted from it, I didn't need all the fanfare. If I would have went to the media, the only point of that would have been to get their attention to have them apologize like literally all i personally wanted was the apology and if i could have did that behind closed doors and just make it smoother and less fucking ridiculous made more sense to me for sure so be it yeah but like it's unfortunate because a lot of young women that this could happen to don't have the connections that i have the means to Mm. be able to get to those people but you know fuck any artist if you're listening to this i'm upcoming artists like watch who the fuck you put on your team Watch how the fuck you handle things. I understand people get out of pocket. Like, there's so many. And it's not just women that are happy to be there. It's thirsty-ass fucking dudes, too, that are so... They're honestly worse than women sometimes. Like, those male groupies are fucking for real serious. But um, watch how you fucking handle shit because people are waiting to tear you fucking down. Waiting. Like I said, with whether a lawsuit or just to smear your fucking name. So, you know, watch yourself, bruh. For real, because shit gets real in a field. And yeah, and that's my sad story for the week. Uh, let's get more No, positive. I don't think it's that sad. I, I mean, it is obviously sad, but it's very empowering. It yeah. is. We it's look at it from a very to something. positive Yeah, especially like, you know, like you guys said, like in a time where women empowerment is something that's, you know, really being emblazoned right now. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a time for that. And um I, I I was like I do have this platform of mine for a reason. I, yeah. I'm open mm-hmm. and honest about everything that happens. I was like I shouldn't not share a story like that too. So, yeah, be careful, girls. And if they ever fuck, if you ever get disrespected by anybody out there, fucking check that shit. Yeah, I, it's so important to check people. Yeah, on, no matter like how you decide mm-hmm. to approach it. Um, yeah no matter what avenue that you choose and like i said the manager told me like i would have honestly respected any route that you did choose because that should have never fucking happened and you were the victim but again he was he but like we we said y'all don't have all the options that i personally have and i mean maybe you do and fellow girls that are in this industry if that happens to you i encourage you to fucking get your justice too you know don't just mm-hmm. fucking completely clam up and not even try to get an apology just because you think it, it'll fall on deaf ears i had a i was scared too that it would get back to them and they'd be like well that bitch was wild and fuck that bitch you know like that was a high possibility that i could have got back to but at least you know i feel like i said i feel good i feel good about the results i'm i'm satisfied so at the end of the day i guess that's all that really matters so for sure yeah 
lord. Yeah, let's. Uh, I really want to eat my burger, but I can't. <laughs> how, long, how, how long? How long? How long did I talk? We are for? at thirty-eight minutes. Eat, wait 22 minutes to eat my burger. I can't. What else happened in life? I don't even fucking know. What's going on for Christmas with everyone? Um, holidays, period. Ba-da-ba-da. Oh, I'm having a vision board party on the 30th, <gasps> the 29th, that Friday night. Oh, I have a story to tell. Um, Okay, tell it. Oh, no, no. It, it, it piggybacks off of your vision board party. Oh, so. okay. Well, yeah. You girls are invited. And I'm having it at my apartment. And it's going to be bring your own board, but I will supply like the markers and the glitter glue and the magazines. glitter and the tape magazines. I'm going to see if I can get 7-Eleven to like give me some because you know how at the end of the month every like stores dump the the magazines or whatever that people don't buy. Hmm. I'm going to see if that's possible. The chances seem pretty slim, but I'm going to try <laughs> and go. Also, oh, no, the Rite Aid by me is going out of business, so... Maybe they have some leftover magazines too that like nobody oh. wants, like the random health shit that no one fucking ever buys. Maybe I can get some of those because all I need is like cool words and letters and shit. Word. And health magazines definitely will have motivational phrases that we could put mm. on our vision boards for the year. But yeah, and I'm gonna make like a s'mores bar and I'm gonna have drinks. Oh, so cute. And I'm gonna make it a girls' night. So sorry, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> or should I make it like a, I mean, you do have a girl's name. I'm yeah. a girlish figure. <laughs> I mean, I guess I should encourage dudes to like make a vision board too. That's important. Gotta sure. bring it to fruition. Yeah, you, you know what, Taylor? Goals. You're fucking invited to. And you too. And if you want to bring your wife, times or your girl. So. Yes. Tell us all about it. I'm going to eat my burger while you talk. Well, um... When I first started listening to Marissa's podcast, mm-hmm. I, she did share that she had a vision board. Yeah. Didn't you say you used to keep it in your closet or something? Mm-hmm. Or, yep. Anyways, so I was inspired at the end of last year, and I made a vision board. Eating? Is he looking at me? Uh, no. Okay. All right. I just felt very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dog. I feel like you're not uh, supposed word. to have a dog. No, I, I interviewed G Herbo, G Herbo here one time, and he definitely brought his dog. Oh, so, okay. Well... Him. Um, so I made a vision board at the end of last year and literally all the names I put on my vision board, I've met those people, all of the places I put on it. It like really, that shit works. No, it really works. Like all the guys I've ever put on it, I've had sex with if I wanted to. I can't. Well, I put Marissa's name on mine. I didn't have sex with her. No. It was only like one, I mean, one time I put somebody's picture on it because I wanted to have a, a year like theirs and then I ended up having sex with them. It wasn't what I meant to do, but sometimes... The vision okay. board gets confused. Um, <laughs> but no, like the things, it, I mean, that's just like one small, and I'm just being silly, but like all like the motivational shit. And I had a picture of LA on there and mm-hmm. I had a, like a new car, like all the different things. Like they've definitely all come into fruition. It's well. so cool. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when you really put your ideas to paper and, paper and, and like bring them to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you guys aren't familiar with vision, I mean, I'm sure I've talked about it on here before, but um, a vision board is literally exactly what it just sounded like we were talking about. Like you take magazines and or if you want to print some shit from the Internet or whatever the hell and you just make a cool little really like a collage um, of just things that you hope to call into fruition for for the year. And it's kind of just like um, like I'm, like just speaking it into existence, really. And you're seeing it every day. So you're thinking of it. You're putting it on your mind. Thoughts become things. So you see so and so's face. You subconsciously, you know, see them on your board every day or their name and you subconsciously like do things that, you know, have are associated with them. And somehow you end up in a room with them in a few months or whatever the case. So um, I definitely encourage everybody. I just think vision boards are a really cool way to start a year. And I was bummed this year, 2017, because I was already definitely moving to L.A., so the vision board that I had, it was like big and bulky. So I didn't want to bring that with me. So I didn't bring one. And then I got here in February, like the beginning of the first week. And it was just like a hectic time. And I didn't know where my money was coming from. So I didn't want to just, I mean, it probably would have been like 20 bucks. But I still didn't feel like just spending it on like a random thing. Mm-hmm. So I did not make a vision board this year. But oh, it was obviously a great year. But um, I do feel like a lot better that I make a vision board every year. So, what are some goals and opportunities you have for the upcoming year? Oh, wait, year? this is the last podcast exactly. of the year because yeah. next mm-hmm. week we're out of here. Hold on, let me take a bread of my burger. You guys talk about it. <laughs> I still have yet to do one. I actually won't be here for yours, Marissa's. I'm heading home either Friday or Saturday. But did you still not buy nice. your ticket? No, I'm getting it tomorrow. But the good thing, I know, like I keep getting the flight updates through all these apps that I have, but I actually have a friend with like a buddy pass everything going on. So you think you're going to get standby during the holidays? 
I'm praying and hoping. That's and if like not, a you know, plan. I got some, you know, pieces that I have friends that have. Ooh, ooh, scammer alert! I have never oh. scammed a plane down? ticket. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my damn vision board. I need to scam have, a plane ticket. Yeah, it's very easy. Yeah. Also, I need to scam people into giving me gifts. You got? Didn't you get a pedicure from somebody that listens? No, shout oh, out word. to him, but it never happens. I'm. Oh. I hope you hear that. I'm kidding, but not. she's really not. But better to come through. Well, shout out to um, one of my listeners, Matt. He has bought a good chunk of like things off of um, my Amazon wish list, which I always thought was really cool. And I mean, definitely shout out to everybody that's ever sent anything. Like you guys sent a lot of stuff when I moved over here. I thought that was so fire. Like I really appreciate that. And my birthday, people bought shit off of too. I don't know. Shout out to you guys. It's fucking cool. Shout out to Mark. I wish I had like a man in my life that bought me shit though. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to get me one of those. Yeah. Let's put that on or the vision I've board. I've actually never like hooked up with the guy and like had him buy me a gift. I mean, my boyfriend before. No, like my boyfriend. My Okay, basically, one of my coworkers today was talking about how this girl on the internet, like he's not famous. He's like a regular... They're a regular, a regular person. Regular, yeah, they're so regular. And well, he, they have a cold look to them, but whatever. He said that this girl literally just DM'd him and was like, I'm going to fly out and like, fuck you. Hello. The fuck? And did, he, did she do it? Yeah. Oh, and they wow. fucked. And then, and then he's like, she's crazy. But, but hey, now, the, got some now the holidays have come around and she messaged him saying, I'm buying you a present. What do you want? Oh, shit. And he's like, all right, like sent her like two links, and she's like, "Dope, I'll get you those." What I'm does like, "She do for a living?" I don't know. I'm like, "Why has no one ever proposed that to me? Who are these girls buying what?" I'm confused. Oh. Yeah, yeah so vision them. board scamming gifts. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I don't want to do any work for it because, and I don't want to ask. I want them to yeah, come to me. offer it to me and don't ask for anything in return. That part. Nothing in return. What are your guys' goals for 2018 besides those dumbest things? <laughs> I'm still eating my burger, so I don't want to add mine yet. Listen, I'm just trying to come up a little bit as far as, like, street, like, different streams of revenue. So, Good plan. that's my main thing. I just, yeah. Um, I definitely want to figure out what I'm doing with my life. I'm a little, I took a, well, this has actually been such a good year for reflecting back on what we've done, but 2017 was really, really hard for me. There was like a lot of personal issues going on Mm -hmm. and I like came back from college and I didn't have a house because my dad filed a restraining order. It was all this weird, crazy shit, like all at once. Like my car was gone. Like all of my stuff was gone. Like I was living with my best friend. Like it was a horrible, horrible year. And at the end of 2017, I was like, I know that people in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s lose their fucking mind at some point because they have all of this like pent up bullshit that they've never taken care of. And yeah. then, mm-hmm. and at that point, you have like families and you can't just like lose your mind. Like, yeah. that's not good. There's a lot on the line. There's so a lot on the line. line. So I was line, like, I'm 20 early. years old. I already feel so overwhelmed that if I continue to carry this, like, I feel like I'm just going to snap one day and it's going to go, like, really off. So I was like, I'm just going to take a year off of school. I was like, I can't do this right now. Like, I'm just going to focus on myself and see what happens and made a vision board and everything that I literally put on it happened. So it couldn't. You're welcome. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So it really couldn't have, I don't know. I feel like for people who feel like they're struggling, not that this is like a inspirational anything but yeah I wasn't there was there's a light at the end of the tunnel there is you what you really want to happen you just have to put into the universe and really like pray for that shit I was miserable as hell too and when I was in Harlem and in the you know the fall and January of this year I just I wanted out I wanted out of hot I felt I felt like I wasn't being utilized and Mm -hmm. even though like I felt appreciated by like my my family like my Ebro in the morning family like it still was like you know there really wasn't much room for me to grow there and I knew that and I recognized that and it was so frustrating because it's like I don't want to leave I fucking love this place like I grew up here this is my I love these people like I don't want to go um so to take that leap of faith was like one big thing and then to fucking damn near crash and burn here for those three months like I really was like I this is the most miserable the month of April like I did not like I barely left my house I think I left it once for Ty Dallasine's birthday because Ty <laughs> uh but other than that I mostly stayed home almost every day like Mike was damn near like 
sick of me because he was just like, you're just a depressed blob. Get the fuck up. And But I was just so scared and sad. And then revolt came and then like everything just kind of like, you know, the pieces kind of put fit into place. So um, I would I would rank 2017 up there with one of the as one of the best years of my life. Definitely I the would most think. like. Yeah. Life changing. It was really, yeah. I think, just that that change was what makes it the best year of my life because it was so scary and exciting as fuck and i'm so happy to be here like i'm so happy to be here i'll just drive sometimes and i'll be looking at the palm trees like mm. this is so fucking cool like i really live in la like i'm, I'm super exactly i'm super fucking appreciative of being here and i'm super appreciative of my year and getting on dash was super fucking cool and then we became like a little family a family i didn't even know i was gonna like get so um I don't know. I appreciate this. I appreciate you guys. This year was a really, really fucking cool year. <laughs> yeah. How about your year? I have to say the same. Like I piggyback off what Joy said. Like life changer for me. It's I made two years in L. A. December second. Hey. Nice. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you're you. still here. I know, and that's everyone's like you're still here because most people leave like within the first year, whether it's because they run out of funds or something tragic happens or whatever the case, but. I can say something not tragic happened to me. I lost my car in early March. And like, honestly, the only reason why I came to LA was because I had a car. I was like, I'm not coming to LA if I don't have a car. And I lost my car in March. It's about to be a whole nother year and I'm still without it. But I, you know, I'm like the hustle continues. Like I'm not headed back home. I'm like, to me, like if I head back home, knowing what I have in mind for myself and what people say that they see for me, um, I'm like, that's a failure. You know what I mean? I would consider myself a failure. You know, that it's strong, but that's just how I feel. I feel like I didn't get, I wouldn't have, I didn't give LA my all. And I feel like, honestly, for me to head back home, it would have to be like, I'm literally on my ass, have nowhere else to turn, no one's couch to sleep wow. on, nothing to do. And I'm like, shoot. And you always got a couch with us. If you ever Listen, need. and I appreciate y'all because I, and I, piggybacking off of what Marissa said, like, you guys honestly ended up being like the family I didn't have because I don't have family out here. I don't have, like, my best friend led me out here, and then a few months later, she kind of just left me for dry. So, yeah, I'm literally here. Like, the only friends that I really have and made are through connections, going out to parties nice. or whatever the case. So 2017 was definitely life-changing, um, but it's, it's definitely not breaking me. It hasn't breaking, broken me, and heading into 2018, it's just making me go that much harder. Damn, bitch. Hell yeah. And you know we're fucking here for you. So even if you just want to hang out, I didn't realize that your situation... No. I was going to say, shout out Chelsea for having such a cute little Christmas yeah, party Christmas at her party. house. That was really it was fun so, that we get to bond like, and It was so homey. And I think that, I don't know, it was great to have everyone together and kind of... Like, Absolutely. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like the perfect way to end the year with like our little, bit, our little baby family. Yeah. We got to do more stuff. And also... Wait, first, Marissa, can I have a tater tot? Yeah. <laughs> um, in 2016, I, I, I lost a lot of people, but none that I really missed because they were supposed to be out of my life. And then I don't think I lost many people. That, well, no, I lost a couple more along the way this year. And I was so surprised at myself for, like, keeping them lost because I would always, like, I've never done well with, like, having problems with people or having, like, grudges or being upset because I feel like it affects it ends up affecting me more than mm. it affects them and then I dwell on it and I think about it and it like eats me inside and but I actually was like really at peace with like getting some of those people out um and then like toward the end of this year some of those people just recently recently came back and I'm not mad at it I feel like we needed we all needed the breaks that we took from each other and that happened for a reason and we grew and it's like a whole different thing now um, so I'm like actually happy. Joe and I spoke this week. So Joe and I are in a good place. So it's um yeah, I don't know. It's uh I feel like it's a good way to end my year. It's like a lot of peace. I don't have like any malice or hate or anger toward anybody. And I felt good. So it was a, it's a good year, it's a good way to start a new year, I think. Yeah. Can I eat my tater tots now? What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> we have seven minutes. Oh my god. Um Ugh, I'm just, so mad. I really want Hollywood Burger now. And it was so good, but I'm really, I'm fucking loving it right now. I want to go, but there's like no parking, and I don't want to go to Hollywood. You could just double park outside. Um, what if we play like two songs? Like, how it? Can we do that? Have we gotten yelled at for that? Because it's a talk station. <sighs> okay, so I think we should do. We should just add two songs in the end, 
of our audio. And then for SoundCloud and iTunes, we'll just let it be 54 minutes or whatever it is because we don't want to get pulled down. Last episode of the year. Any final closing thoughts? Oh, my God. I love. Uh, wow. I think I just want to play this the whole time. I wish you could give, like, awards. <laughs> um, We can. Let's think of an award. Um, Weirdest fish mom goes to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, best videographer goes to Taylor. Hey. Also, Ooh. shout out to Taylor for um coming through in a clutch with Revolt a bunch of times. Edited my Amber Rose footage. Edited a bunch of shit. Um, yeah. So shout out to Taylor for really stepping up to the fucking plate. Um, MVP I think goes to Joyce putting together these things every week. No, now heard. you're learning the boards. Word. Why? Who did you want to give MVP to? Ariella does a lot, and I feel well. I, I agree not that too. not that I feel like and you're we not under, celebrated. Yeah, enough. I feel like we, she needs she deserves more recognition. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Guys. I agree too. I will share it with you though as well, Joyce, for putting together. Yeah, I think you guys both deserve them. Yeah, because our Instagram yeah. is fire. So fire! She does all of our yeah. social and yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody does yeah. everything. Yeah, amazing. and shout out to Prime. Yeah. I feel like I really love the element that you brought with these sound effects. I never even thought of this idea. And you came to me and you were like, how about this? And I was like, what? Yes. And here we are now. I'm saying things and there's sounds in the background and I really like it. So, exactly. <laughs> Zoms. Oh my God, yeah, yes. Zoms. Um, there we go. Yes. Uh, how do you do these so fast? I've I know. I've never like, <laughs> cared to like watch you do this, but. Do you want to say anything? Oh. Ah, push a button and I'm stunting. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I'll give Mike the award of the guy who put me on Hawaiian rolls as a snack. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> the, the what is it, cranberry tuna? Oh, cranberry <laughs> tuna. Um, should we give him a better award? Shout out, no. Dude, Mom. Never <laughs> here. Wait, yeah, what is this like? Whole people. Thinking that coming to the show is it's optional. optional. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It's not like just a casual like Tuesday activity if I don't have plans. It's like, no, have this a plan. is your plan. This is it. This is your set plan. It literally never changes ever except next week. Because See, I don't here. understand people thinking like certain plans are optional. Like we had a holiday dinner for my job and people were asking me, are you going to go? And I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> yeah, you, you work here too. It's just mandatory. <laughs> I am going to. It's mandatory. We're yeah. all going to go. Yeah. Thank you. See you. Later. We're all in there. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> like, of course. Oh, and Derek. Um, Word. Most random didn't even be my co-host and ended up my co-host award. How did Derek land the spot as your co-host? I don't know. He randomly said, I'm going to come one day, but he just wanted to sit in. And I remember he told like his Ty Dolla Sign voting story. And then I just thought he was great and he just never left after that day. Mm. That's honestly how Rory became a co-host on, on the podcast with Joey, too. He like would randomly add commentary, and then he sat in one day, and then he just never stopped sitting in. <laughs> and here we are. I'm not on the podcast, but he's still there. Hi, I'm Rory. Um, did we almost just talk to, to to an hour? Did that just happen? Uh we are at 57. Um, well, not so it didn't just happen, but we're close enough that we only have to play one song now. <laughs> so I think we should put. Oh, Zom's just dropped. A- <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Um, <laughs> Zom just dropped a song with T.L. Dude, our friend. So I think we can end with that. I have no idea what the song name is because I'm that supportive of a friend. Sorry, guys. Love you. Jersey for life. Um, but we're going to put it on so everyone else can know what the song name is. Ah, love y'all. Thank you Word. so much for rocking with us for 2017. It's going to be a bigger 2018. We're going to do a live show next year. Ooh. Yep. Uh, and um, I'm going to go eat my tater tots. So... <laughs> On that note, God bless. Um, good night, Chel Zoms and Mike. No, Zoms is Mike. Chel Zoms and Derek, suck it. Um, but Chelsea, I hope you had a safe flight. You're gonna hear this after your flight already happened. But yeah, do you guys want to say anything to the people? Let's hope Lloyd makes it into the new year. Oh, <laughs> I also hope that Lloyd does I make can. it into the new year. Health and wealth. I yeah. piggyback off that. <laughs> Wait, Taylor, you're not getting the fuck out of this. Joyce, pass the mic. Joyce, Word. pass the mic. Joyce, pass Ooh. the mic. First of all, how was your year? It was great. Thank you, Marissa. I no, appreciate it. No, no, no. How was your year? It was great, Marissa. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and what are you looking forward to doing in 2018? 
This dinner time is so good. It was great, Marissa. Thank you. You know what? I appreciate it. <laughs> Fuck you too, Taylor. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Can we do applause on the way out? Woo! No, actually, can we go out with Christmas music? And let's just do it all. There we go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>